Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome home, Natural Health Nation. Great to have you with us on this summer's eve. Hard to believe that 2019 is flying by. It's almost the 4th of July. Where is the time going? It's incredible. Great to have you on board with us. We're talking with you tonight, as we always do, about natural issues, natural health issues, holistic health issues, supplements, vitamins, minerals, conditions that need to be viewed from the perspective of natural medicine. That's what we're here for. My name is Mark Nincola. You're listening to the one and only Natural House right here on Blog Talk Radio. Tonight we're talking about breakthrough natural treatments for Lyme disease. We're going to talk about cutting-edge information about the natural treatments, a lot of the, the wherewithal for the minutiae regarding the, and the truths regarding Lyme disease. The World Health Organization recently reported that infectious disease killed 70 million people per year, 70 million per year globally. Incredible. CDC tells us there has been a threefold increase in the number of diseases transmitted by mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. Futurists now say that by the year 2050, infectious disease will surpass heart disease and cancer as the number one killer. The Center for Disease Control tells us that Lyme disease infects 300,000 people per year annually, 300,000 people per year. Only 30,000 cases are reported. That's 25,000 per month, 822 cases per day. Every day in this country, 822 people are being being confronted, I should say, with Lyme disease. Only 30,000 reported, like we said. Some recent studies indicate that Lyme disease cases will increase by 40-fold in the next, in the not-too-distant near future, rather. So we're, we're at 300,000 per year right now. That, that's telling us that about every three years, a million people have, have to, are confronted with Lyme disease. So where did all this start? Where can we go with it? In the midsummer of 1975, a number of mothers from within and around the Lyme, Connecticut area were beginning to report unusual symptoms with their children, including skin rashes, throbbing headaches, painful swollen joints, swollen glands, etc. It wasn't until six years later in 1981 when Dr. Wally Bergdorfer, a researcher at the National Institutes of Health, discovered the thin spiral bacteria, a spirochete bacteria, immersed in the fluid of deer ticks. He later proved that this new bacteria was not only to blame for the growing problems with arthritis in the children, but for a new ailment called Lyme disease. Borrelia burgdorferi, named for its discoverer, was found to attack humans in a number of different ways, causing facial paralysis, stiffness, swelling in the neck and joints, as well as causing facial paralysis, I'm sorry, encephalitis, rather, cardiac problems, including heart block. I don't know if you know what heart block is, but pretty scary process where the heart basically, the heart energy is actually blocked and it's causing cardiomyopathy, atrioventricular blockages, myopericarditis, cardiomegaly. You often wonder how many people have been diagnosed with heart disease who have Lyme disease and are being put on heart medications that are very strong and are being treated improperly for what is really and truly Lyme disease. That can be said with a number of different things. We're going to talk about that more in a minute. Because the disease attacks the body's central nervous system, additional symptoms may include headaches, general fatigue, fever, moodiness, depression, and anxiety. I believe the elusive nature of Lyme disease is due to its generic genetic modification. It is, in essence, a germ weapons-grade form of infection. As I said, a germ weapons-grade form of infection. 
Recent Russian cryofluorescence studies suggest that many forms of Lyme disease possess a pleomorphic potential. That means they can change their form. They can adapt, they can adjust. Your immune system attacks them and they find a way to work around it, slip under the radar. They're intelligent, stealth bacteria. Recent studies have validated that Lyme disease has the potential to antagonize dopamine receptors in the brain in such a way as to increase dopamine resistance. So there's a lot of neurological symptoms like Parkinson's, Lyme, Lyme disease causes as well. It has the capacity to actually mimic Parkinson's, MS, ALS, dementia, etc. Because of this, because of this one specific fact, it antagonizes dopamine. It's actually going to create a lot of disequilibrium, unsteadiness, brain symptoms that again have the appearance of being neurological diseases neurodegenerative diseases specifically. So as I mentioned a minute ago, the nature of Lyme disease is very elusive, extremely elusive because it's been genetically modified, military weapons grade. The tick makes a perfect germ vector, which is why it has been long used as a germ weapon in Nazi Germany, the former Japanese empire, Soviet Union, and even here in the United States. The tick is drawn into mammal skin by sensing exhaled carbon dioxide. It then attaches itself to the host site, making separation virtually impossible. Here's an interesting fact, though. We're talking about this being extremely elusive, being hard to fight, hard to defeat. There's a reason for that. It's been constructed in that fashion. It's been genetically modified at a military weapons grade level. During the end of World War II, the United States and the Soviet Union competed for over 2,000 German scientists. They were looking to recruit for post-war strategies. Under a top-secret program codenamed Project Paperclip, the U.S. contracted thousands, actually 1,100 Nazi scientists. Among them, there was a virologist named Eric Traub, who was believed to be the germ weapons expert that developed Lyme disease at Plum Island. Eric Traub, actually, his claim to fame was that he was Hitler's chief, chief weapons-grade virologist. You can't make this stuff up. It's incredible. There's some remarkable books that tell the story. There's a number of different government officials that have testified. This is a bad military experiment that just got completely out of hand. The American public and the world at large is suffering. When you discuss the elusive nature of Lyme disease, the fact that many of these weapons-grade ticks have as many, average as many as 19 infectious agents, microbial agents, 19 per tick on an average. Some ticks have been finding as many as 92 agents. They've been highly genetically modified to make perfect weapons, which indeed they have become, unfortunately. So back at Plum Island, as we talked about, Operation Paperclip, research testing was supposed to be held in airtight laboratory rooms, and unfortunately were not airtight. Instead, they were gaping holes in the rooftops where air currency allowed insects and birds to pass through freely. So there were infected birds or infected insects that then found their way to the mainland in Lyme, Connecticut, that started this entire nightmare. Internal government documents indicate that the infected ticks made contact with mice, deer, and over 140 species of wild birds. In all, Dr. Traub treated over 200,000 hard and soft ticks of multiple species. This just gives you some indication as to how elusive, how difficult it is to fight this condition. This is a, just, just an appalling story, but it's got to be told. 
time for us to take a short break where we've been talking to you tonight about breakthrough natural treatment for Lyme disease. We're talking about the Lyme story. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay right where you are. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choice. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It says to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Right, welcome back. Great to have you with us here on the Natural Health Show. We're talking to you tonight about breakthrough natural treatment for Lyme disease and the story of Lyme disease, which is quite a story indeed. Before we do that, I suppose this is as good a time as any to wish my listening audience a very happy, healthy, safe Fourth of July. Hard to believe that the Fourth of July has come upon us, but we are we are we're there. The calendar is moving by quickly. So have a wonderful week. Have a safe week. Go easy on the junk food. <laughs> We're talking to you tonight about Lyme disease. And before we left off, I just want to make a couple important points. Fewer than 50% of those infected are aware of the tick bite at all. So 50% of the population. And one of the reasons is there's only 30,000 people out of 300,000 that report the disease. There's a number of people that are infected that don't even know it, not even aware of it. So 50% not even aware of the fact that they've been bitten. And fewer than 50% are aware of the fact that that they, or I should say, unable to confirm their true blood test. 35 to 50% of the blood cultures are not culture-proof. Think about this. The standard test used by the American Medical Association is the ELISA blood test, which misses 35 to 50% of the culture-proof. So people are being blood tested by their doctor, and nothing is showing up. Half the people are not being properly tested. Half the people. What's worse? 35% 35% of the American Medical Association doesn't even recognize or acknowledge the disease. Okay, if, if 50% of the testing is, is flawed, and if 35% of the medical profession doesn't acknowledge the condition, and, we're, and these conditions are as serious as we're talking about, then they're missing the boat, and then some. You're talking about a condition that causes heart block, brain problems. People can die from this condition. I know I have friends that have died from this condition. It's a horrible condition. Pretty serious business. It's not getting better. Tick cultures are expanding in the Northeast, globally as well. Again, if the medical profession doesn't acknowledge something pretty quick, we're all going to be in pretty big trouble. As I mentioned a minute ago, the standard common ELISA blood test misses 35 to 50% of culture proof. There's a lab called Igenix, I-G-E-N-E-X, Igenix. They're a very reliable lab. If you go to your doctor, see if you can get an hygienic test if you're suspicious of Lyme disease. There's a variety of different species of Lyme co-infection that are important to this case as well. You can't control Lyme disease unless you control the co-infection. 
I'm of the belief that the co-infection is really where the trouble is. 32% of those with Lyme disease suffer from babesiosis. Many suffer from Bartonella, Ehrlichiosis, Anaplasmosis, Tularemia. These are many co-infections again. The numbers are quite interesting. The common co-infections are Babesia, 32%, as we said. Bartonella, 28%. Ehrlichia, 15%. Mycoplasma, 15%. Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, 6%. Anaplasmosis, 5%. Tularemia, 1%. It is these co-infections that make things quite complicated. Again, keep in mind, these are weapons-grade ticks. This is, this is weapons-grade military weaponry, if you will. They're not just nature. It's not nature-taking. It's wrath out on you. Believe me, it's not at all. A little more complex than that. They've been, they've been developed. They've been genetically modified to be nothing but trouble, and they are just that. There are three progressive stages that go from bad to worse. Listen to this. Today, there are over 80 countries that report Lyme disease in their population. 80 countries globally. This problem is getting so out of control. It's going to be a, a miserable problem in the next decade. But over 80 countries are now reporting Lyme disease in their population, including Asia and Europe. Europe alone is suffering from 65,000 new cases per year. That's in Europe, folks. 65,000 new cases per year. Here in the United States, there are 14 principal states where Lyme disease is at an emergency level. You live in one of them. The states are Connecticut, Delaware, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, Minnesota, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Those are the 14 emergency states. The most common symptoms are rashes, fatigue, aching, stiff, and swollen joints, headaches and dizziness, Night sweats and insomnia, cognitive decline, photophobia or light sensitivity, balance and coordination problems, heart symptoms like we said earlier, mood changes. There's also lingering episodes of restless sleep, acute and chronic pain, aching joints, sore muscles, swelling in the knees, shoulders and elbows, and other stiff and other large joints. In addition, there's reports of decreased memory, inability to concentrate, and severe speech problems. She said earlier in the broadcast, Lyme is known as the great imitator. The great imitator. If it has been found to mimic symptoms of fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, multiple sclerosis, ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's. Now listen to this. Listen closely. In all. There are now 350 diseases in Lyme mimics. 350 diseases, including lupus, autoimmune diseases, rheumatoid arthritis, thyroid disease, and psychiatric disorders. Keep in mind, it's mimicking 350 diseases. The American Medical Association, 35% of the medical association, doesn't acknowledge or recommend, doesn't acknowledge or admit that there's a problem called Lyme disease. They don't acknowledge it. They don't know how to treat it. Ten days of antibiotics isn't going to get much done in many cases. we got to get a little more creative than that. For starters, let's acknowledge that the condition exists. For starters, let's, let's get our head on the, problem, on the problem. Let's kind of make some strategic approaches to helping people with this condition. It's mimicking 350 diseases. 350 diseases are being misdiagnosed in time and time again, many cases. So many people are being misdiagnosed, mistreated medically. So think about the fact that many of these people are suffering from Lyme disease, not autoimmune disease, not lupus, et cetera. And if they are, in many cases, they're being put on pharmaceutical medicines like steroids, anti-inflammatories, et cetera, et cetera, which are only going to serve to weaken their immune system. So then it becomes a problem not not just fighting with the disease, but fighting with these, the therapies, fighting with the medicine. It's mentioned nothing about diet. We haven't even touched that yet, which we will. There are several species of Borrelia. One is called Deutoni 
one is called Tercati, Ansonia, Myamotoi. There are also a number of tick species that are lines, line carriers. One is called the deer tick, another is the lone star tick, the Myotoi tick, Spymani, Axoids pacificus. So there's many different ticks that are carrying this dread disease. And again, some ticks have as many as 19 agents. The average tick is carrying 19 infectious microbes, 19. Some don't have any, of course, that's important to mention. The average line tick has about 19. The highest numbers they've been discovered to have at this point in time, 92, 92 infectious agents. So you're not just fighting one agent, you're fighting as many as, many as 92. Our poor immune systems are being ravaged by this condition. Again, it still just drives me crazy that 35% of the American Medical Association fails to recognize the problem. That's just tragic. We need their help. She's it desperately. We mentioned co-infection a few minutes ago. A person with Lyme co-infection experiences more symptoms and a longer recovery is demanded. So one of the reasons that the recovery process is so slow, I've had patients have Lyme disease for 20 years, 20 years. I've some that have actually gotten really, really sick and some that have died within five to nine years. It's all about co-infection. You've got to treat the co-infection. There's some natural medicines that make a big difference. We're going to go over those in a little bit. The most common co-infections are Babesia, like I said, 32%, Bartonella, 28%, Perlichia, 15%, Mycoplasma, 15%, Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, 6%, Anaplasmosis, 5%, and Tularemia, 1%. Now, if that isn't bad enough, most people who suffer from Lyme disease and co-infection tend to suffer from Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus, and polysystemic chronic candidiasis, PCC. So EBV, CMV, and PCC. There's an important factor here. PCC stands for polysystemic chronic candidiasis. Candida bacteria. Candida bacteria is polysystemic, and it creates many different symptoms, many different problems. It's polysystemic, folks. In yeast infections, polysystemic chronic candidiasis is inflamed radically by fermented foods. I can't tell you how many times a day I'm asked the question. I'm sick of hearing the question. How about, in, how about in foods that are I heard the foods that are fermented are not bad. I heard they're good for you. I keep hearing the story all, all day long, every day. Fermented foods are supposed to be good for you. Listen, fermented foods have some positive properties. They increase protease, the assimilation of vitamin B5, floral bacteria. They do some good stuff. There's no two ways about it. But they come at a cost. If you suffer from any kind of, any kind of inflammatory condition, any kind of Lyme disease, for example, co-infections, better, you better be careful. Because polysystemic chronic candidiasis accompanies most of those conditions, most of those aforementioned, including Lyme. PCC flares with fermented foods radically. There's a great book written in the mid, mid-80s, bestseller, written by Dr. William Crook, C-R-O-O-K, called The Candida Connection. The East Connection, rather. The East Connection. Terrific book. Dr. Cook highlights very detailed in a very detailed fashion that PCC is far worse than it in conscious fermented foods. Nuts, seeds, vinegar, yeast, yeasted bread, soy sauce, miso, tempeh, tamari. In fact, I should go over the whole list. Like you said, yeasted bread, beer, wine, champagne, yeasted vitamin supplements, 
mushrooms, vinegar, soy sauce, miso, tempeh, tamari, shoyu, teriyaki sauce, aged dairy products like blue cheese especially. Nothing worse than peanuts and pistachios. I can't tell you the number of people that I've worked with who are suffering from Lyme disease who come in here telling me that they're eating peanut butter every day. That's, that's just not the way to go. Keeping in mind, these foods that we're talking about increase candidiasis, which potentiates the Lyme. In essence, these are bacterial foods that are feeding bacteria. That's, that's the bottom line. Avoid aged foods like blue cheese. You have to be careful with melons as well. Melons are a high mold food. Anything that has a lot of water that grows close to the ground, for all intents and purposes, is a high mold-based food. Kimchi, kombucha, sauerkraut. So many people eating these fermented foods right now. Because of the pop push, there's a pop nutrition push for fermented foods which is crazy. Here's the bottom line. If you're in great shape, if you're healthy as an ox, then they can be beneficial foods. If you're trying to heal from conditions like inflammatory conditions, polysystemic chronic candidiasis or Lyme disease or co-infection and Lyme disease, you need to be very careful of fermented foods. Keep in mind what Dr. Otto Warburg said, too. That's an important tip. Dr. Otto Warburg won two Nobel Prizes in medicine, two Nobel Prizes. His famous quote is, of course, the primary cause of cancer is the fermentation of sugar. Think about that. So we can all afford to have fermented foods in our programs. Once again, if you're healthy as an ox, not a big deal. People generally are employing healthy foods and nutrition programs and nutrition protocols, not because they're healthy, but because they want to get healthy. In many cases, they're fighting chronic conditions, polysystemic conditions like Lyme, co-infection, and yeast. And if you are, there's no place for fermented food in the diet. So I'll say it one more time. Yeast, beer, wine, champagne, yeasted supplements, yeasted breads. There are yeast-free breads, by the way. There's food for life, yeast-free rice bread, and Deland's oat bread. Readily available at your health food stores. Food for Life, yeast-free rice bread. Food for Life. Deland's food bread. D-E-L-A-N-D-S, Deland's. Yeast-free bread, safe, clean, gluten-free. Mushrooms, vinegar, soy sauce. You can substitute Bragg's amino liquid, which is similar to soy sauce. Pretty close. Miso, tempeh, tamari, dairy, most of your nuts and seeds, especially peanuts and pistachio nuts. Aged foods like blue cheese, as we said earlier, melons, kimchi, kombucha, and sauerkraut. If you're eating a lot of sugar, you have to be careful as well. The sugar will feed yeast. Like we said, the primary cause of cancer, as Dr. Warburg tells us, the fermentation of sugar. The two go, to, the, the two go hand in hand. You got to keep your sugar concentrations down. Your fermented foods now. So all sugars, including sucrose, dextrose, glucose, maltose, corn sweeteners, turbinado, raisin syrup, molasses, white flour products. You know, don't forget the cakes, pies, and cookies, and all that great sugary stuff. Be very careful. These are, like I said, very elusive, these bacteria. The stealth germs in our world these days, the stealth microbes, have evolved defense systems. They're profoundly advanced. Viruses actually have the capacity to think and to strategize. Don't forget that. These are stealth microbes. These are not, the, these are not your grandmother's microbes, trust me. They've evolved radically, in part because of medicine. The more antibiotics we've used over the years, the more they've had to develop defense systems and adaptation responses. They've gotten stronger and more viable, partly because of the medication we use. We're going to talk more when we come back from this break about 
the stealth nature of these bacteria and these viruses. Until then, we're going to take a short little break. You're listening to the Natural Health Show. My name is Mark Mincola. We're talking with you tonight about breakthrough natural treatments and the, the skinny on Lyme disease. Be right back after these words. Don't go anywhere. Favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition where you don't want food choice. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Welcome back. My name is Mark Vincoli. You're listening to the Natural Health Show. Great to have you with us this summer's Sunday Eve. Again, I wish you all a very happy, healthy, and a safe 4th of July. And be careful of the ticks while you're at it. There are ticks that are increasing their population all throughout the Northeast, the Midwest, and now in Europe as well. So be very, very careful as you're outdoors enjoying the beautiful summer weather. There's a great susceptibility to you could be exposed. So pay close attention. If you have pets, scan them. Get those hands out there and run your fingers through their hair and make sure you're thoroughly checking them. Be very, very careful about this. This is a very serious, serious problem. Again, as we said, there are 822 patients, patients every people every day, rather. 25,000 per month, 300,000 per year, a million every three years, a million people every three years suffering from Lyme disease. And this doesn't just go away in two weeks, folks. This, in many cases, lasts three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty years depending on your immune system, and depending on the co-infection that you've been exposed to. Very serious business. Again, we can't count on the medical profession at all. 35% of the medical world doesn't even acknowledge that the problem exists, as we said earlier. And even the ones that do, clueless about how to treat it. We need to find a Lyme literate practitioner. You need to be very careful about the way you eat, supplements that you take. We're going to talk more about that in a minute. This is a germ weapons grade problem. Make no mistake about it. The tick makes a perfect germ vector, which is why it has been used in germ weaponry. Nazi Germany, Japanese Empire, Soviet Union, U.S. As I said earlier, during the end, during the end of World War II, the United States and the Soviet Union competed for the recruitment of over 2,000 German scientists for post-war strategies. Under top secret program, codenamed Project Paperclip, or Operation Paperclip, the U.S. contracted 1,100 Nazi scientists. Among them, there was a virologist that was said to be Hitler's personal virologist, named Eric Traub, T-R-A-U-B, who was believed to be the germ weapons expert that developed Lyme disease. As we said, research testing was supposed to be held in airtight laboratory rooms. Instead, there were gaping holes in the rooftops, as we said earlier, where air currency allowed insects, 
birds to pass freely. Internal government documents indicate that the infected ticks were made contact with mice, deer, and over 140 species of wild birds. Dr. Traub treated over 200,000 hard and soft ticks with multiple species. This just gives you some kind of reason why the problem is so elusive, so difficult to contain. This is like science fiction. It's just a horrible story. The truth, we got to acknowledge it. we got to get in touch with it. we got to do something about it. we got to get active. we got to be clear. Make our voices be heard. The world needs to smarten up about this problem right away. we got no time to waste. As we said before the break, these microbes are stealth. And they're extremely intelligent. They have a highly evolved defense system. For example... Viruses coat themselves in lipid barriers, polymeric bacteria, shield themselves in slime-like what are called biofilms that can morph into cystic forms. In order to break down the protective films, the cystic forms that shield the spirochete bacteria need something strong to strip them. So I'm going to say that again. It's bacteria of Lyme bacteria, the spirochete bacteria, shields itself, protects itself, builds a cocoon, if you will, a slime-like protein called biofilm. They can morph into hard cystic forms. So it wraps itself up in a shield so that your immune system can't get at it. It shields itself from your immunity. So in order to break down the bacteria, you've got to break down the biofilm, the cystic forms that actually wrap it up and protect it. There is a medicine called Baluki. B-O-L, B as in Bob, O-L-U-O-K-E. Baluki is the brand. The medicine is called Lumbrokinase, L-U-M-B-R-O, L-U-M-B-R-O, K-I-N-A-S-E, Lumbrokinase. Say it again, Baluki, B-O-L-U-O-K-E. Lumbrokinase, L-U-M-B-R-O-K-I-N-A-S-E. You need 20 milligrams twice a day on an empty stomach. It's actually a medicine that's an interesting protease extracted from the earthworm. Chinese have used lumbrokinase in natural earthworm form for 2,000 years as a medicine. It's a brilliant medicine. Luki is a great company. But again, keep in mind, this is an emulsifier. It strips down the protective biofilm. It shields the spirochete bacteria. You've got to get at it. If you can't get at it, you can't defeat it. This is the first medicine I recommend. Baluki lumbrokinase, 20 milligrams twice a day on an empty stomach. Breaks down the lipid, the uh, protective barrier, rather. The slime-like biofilms that can morph into hard cystic protein forms. It starts off as a sticky, slimy, layer of coating around the, around the bacteria. It protects it from your immunity. After a while, they can become hard and cystic, very protective. The baluculumbrokinase will strip it down, make it very vulnerable to your immune system's attacks. As I said earlier, many of these conditions, many of these conditions are co-infected in a myriad of different ways. Viruses are very intelligent. Keep this in mind. There are 400 viruses in your in your body every day of your life. 400 viruses in your body every day of your life. They're opportunistic. They like to take advantage of the situation. So when the line breaks you down, weakens your immune system, the retroviruses will show up at your doorstep. And once they do, you're in big trouble because together the line the retroviruses will tag team your immune system, stripping you down, feeding you up more and more and more, weakening your immunity. So again, viruses coat themselves in a shield as well. They 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 shield themselves in a lipid barrier. Fatty acids. They take fatty acids and they weave 
It's cocoon-like protection. So they weave this lipid barrier around themselves, keeping your immune system from getting at them. In order to break down the protective form of lipid barrier, though, there's a great way to, to handle it. Lauric acid, L-E-U-R-I-C, Lauric. There's a company called Lauricidin, another one called Monolorin, L-A-U-R-I-C-I-D-I-N, Lauricidin, Monolorin, M-O-N-O-L-A-U-R-I-N, Monolorin and Lauricidin. If you take the Monolorin capsules, you need 600 milligrams, six a day, two at each meal, two at breakfast, two at lunch, two at dinner. If you're taking Lauricidin pellets, Take two scoops of the pellets a day in water. This is Dr. John Kabara, K-A-B-A-R-A. Dr. John Kabara from Michigan State University. It was awarded a grant to the Center for Disease Control in 1982 to study lauric acid from coconut oil. Lauric acid, which is where they get monolaurin and lauricidin, was found by Dr. Kabara during his research at the Center for Disease Control to be effective against bird flu, swine flu, influenza A and B. It's also antifungal, antibacterial, antiprotozole. It's a great immune enhancer, a great protective agent, great agent, one of the finer. So again, I recommend monolaurin, 600 milligrams, six a day, or lauricidin. Two scoops a day. Great medicines. Keeping in mind that the lauric acid dissolves the lipid barrier. You got to get at these. If you, if you can't get at them, you can't win the battle. They protect themselves. Part of their stealth program is highly evolved defense systems. Keeping in mind again, these are genetically modified. They've got advantages over you. Your immune system's less adaptable than theirs, unfortunately. Especially if you haven't been taking care of yourself. They've done studies, people are actually bitten by the same Lyme disease, Lyme tick. One person will get sick, another one won't. So it depends largely on your immunity, your diet, and the way you take care of yourself or don't take care of yourself. It's a big it's a big variable, huge variable. There's, other, there's some other really important additional natural medicines that I'm going to go over right now. Get your pens and paper ready. There's one called oreganol, O-R-E-G-A-N-O-L. O-R-E-G-A-N-O-L. That's oregano oil. There's something in it called Carvacrol, C-A-R-V-A-C-R-A-L, Carvacrol. Carvacrol is the active ingredient, the active antibiotic ingredient, and oregano oil, studied in the 1980s by Dr. Harry Pruess from Georgetown University, P-R-U-S-S, Dr. Harry Pruess. Dr. Pruess, when experimenting with oregano and carbacrol, found that it was more powerful than streptomycin, penicillin, vancomycin, without side effects. More powerful than antibiotics, without side effects. It'll work, trust me. It's a great antibacterial. Lyme does not like oregano. I recommend 140 milligram gel caps. Two caps, three times per day, six total. That's oregano, O-R-E-G-A-N-O-L. 140 milligram gel caps, two caps, three times a day, six total. I also like a company called Nutramedics, N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X, Nutramedics. Nutramedics make some really powerful agents that are antimicrobials that are terrific workers. I give you, I'm going to give you a list of my favorites. Cumanda, C-U-M-A-N-D-A. Cumanda. Cotunia, H-O-U-T-T-U-Y. N-I-A, I'll spell that again. H-O-U-T-T-U-Y. N-I-A. Banderol, B-A-N-D-E-R-O-L. Cemento, S-A-M-E-N-T-O. That's Comanda, Hotunia, Banderol, and Cemento. You can't do better than those four. Those are wonderful medicines. Terrific natural herbal medicines. 
I just recommend a low dose, three drops of each, three ounces of water, two to three times a day. Just three drops of each, three ounces of water, two to three times a day. I also like a company called Gaia, G-A-I-A. They make a Japanese knotweed root, resveratrol. And it's not called resveratrol. Please don't say that. Resveratrol. Gaia, G-A-I-A, Gaia, Japanese knotweed root with resveratrol, 150 milligrams, taken as directed. There's also a product called Cold Care, spelled with a K, K K-O-L-D-K-A-R-E, Cold Care, which is actually an active ingredient called andrographis, A-N-D-R-O-G-R-A-P-H-I-S. 300 milligram tablets, four per day. Andrographis. Again, a really stealth medicine, strong medicine that these microbes don't like. These things that I'm telling you right now are just, they make microbe life miserable. They're powerful agents, they do the job. Also, Company called NeoCell, N-E-O-C-E-L-O, NeoCell Collagen. NeoCell Collagen, because your collagen is getting devoured. One of the reasons that your joints bother you so much with Lyme disease, most people who have Lyme disease can tell you their joints are wrecked. Bone on bone, inclination, it's a mess. Because the Lyme is living off your collagen, your synovial fluid, and the barriers between your joints getting devoured by Lyme. Collagen will replenish and replace it, and redirect the Lyme's palate, if you will. So NeoCell, N-E-O-C-E-L-O, NeoCell Collagen, two tablespoons per day. Also like Source Naturals, Source Naturals. Source Naturals makes 45% Actually, it's 45. It's uh, Source Naturals is the colloidal silver. It's 45 parts per million. Source, S-O-U-R-C, Naturals. Colloidal steel, L-L-O-I-D-A-L, colloidal silver. 45 parts per million, PPMs. That's a natural antibiotic. Don't need a high dose. Six drops and two ounces of water twice a day. It's Source Naturals, colloidal silver drops, six drops, three ounces of water, twice a day. Here's a really important factor. I suggest all the aforementioned supplements to be taken for two weeks on, one week off. Take them for two weeks at a time, stop them for a week. That's because they will tend to cause the Herxheimer and die off. When you kill bacteria, it releases toxins. So the good news is you're killing the bad guys. The bad news is they release a lot of toxicity when you kill them. You kind of have to go easy on your system. And then another important point is you got to make sure your bowels are working. You're drinking plenty of water to flush your lymphatic system and urinate as much toxin out of your body as you can. You're producing more endotoxins, more cytotoxins. You're cleaning your body out from these these dastardly microbes. you got to make sure you're freely releasing them. That's very important. So no constipation allowed. No, no dehydration allowed. Drink plenty of water. Keep your bowels moving. And for people who have a difficult time getting their bowels to consistently release, you might try some Natural Calm magnesium citrate powder. Natural Calm magnesium citrate powder between one and three teaspoons per day in, in water. That'll hydrate and oxygenate the bowel and keep things moving. Now, my friends, is very important. So it's just about break time. We're gonna actually take another breather. When we come back from these messages, we're gonna talk about the diet, dietary component. My name is Mark Mincoli. You're listening to The Natural Health Show here on Blog Talk Radio talking about breakthrough natural treatments and the whole dark story of Lyme disease. 
stay tuned. We're going to talk about the nutritional component of Lyme disease. We come back from these messages. Stay right there. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choice. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. Heidi, welcome back. Great to have you with us tonight. This hour goes by far too quickly. We've been hitting with a lot of information, a lot of details, especially about the, the herbs, et cetera, et cetera. So not to worry if we moved quickly and you couldn't catch up with a lot of the spelling and a lot of the notation on things. This will be up on my website at markmincola.com tomorrow. So you can actually listen back. You can actually stop the the roll and you can actually make whatever notes you have to. You can get all of this tomorrow and listen to this tomorrow easily or any time after tomorrow. It'll be up at the website, not to worry. If you have any friends or any kind of loved ones that couldn't make the broadcast tonight, let them know that this can be picked up on markmancola.com tomorrow. It should be like late morning, early afternoon. Not to worry. As promised, we're going to talk a little bit about the diet. We're running out of time here, so we got to get right to it. As we mentioned earlier, the dietary part of it has to avoid fermented foods because fermented foods, as we said, they have good properties, but it's, it's mixing and matching. So important if you're fighting a bacteria not to feed yourself bacterial foods. You're just feeding the problem. So it's important to avoid fermented foods such as nuts, some seeds, aged cheeses, Mushrooms, yeasted breads, beer, wine, champagne, vinegar, soy sauce, miso, tempeh, tamari, shoyu, teriyaki, blue cheese, melon, kimchi, kombucha, sauerkraut, etc., etc. Beer, wine, and champagne, like we said. If you have to have a drink over the holiday, think about doing something like potato vodka, lemon, and potato vodka, lime, and water. And soda. Safest way to go. Fermented is just going to feed the bacterial process. Distilled is the best way to go. So go for distilled alcohol, not fermented. Diet should also focus on lean protein like chicken, turkey, fish, beans, low starch vegetables, green beans, spinach, zucchini, broccoli, salad, kale brown rice, potatoes, sweet potatoes, winter squash. All food should be organic. I recommend only just like one fruit a day and make sure it's a low-sugar fruit. Berries are the lowest in sugar and the highest in nutrients. So three-quarters of a cup of berries, generally a good way to go. Keep the sugar down. 
triggers is going to feed the bacterial component of your enemy. That's so important. So again, I'm going to go, go through that real quickly again. Avoid fermented foods such as nuts and seeds, cheese, cheeses, mushrooms, yeasted bread, beer, wine, champagne, vinegar, soy sauce, miso, tempeh, tamari, shoyu, teriyaki sauce, blue cheese especially, melons, kimchi, kombucha, sauerkraut. Diet should be focused on lean protein, chicken, turkey, fish, beans, low-starch vegetables, green vegetables, salads. If you, dress, if you get a salad, don't dress it with vinegar, olive oil, and lemon. There's a company called Annie's. makes a vinegar-free dressing or two. I think there's two different vinegar-free dressings she makes. One of them is um, lemon, chive, and the other one is green garlic. Annie's lemon, chive, and Annie's green garlic. Pretty good way to go. For starches, we said brown rice, potatoes, sweet potatoes, winter squash. We talked about low-sugar fruits. Make sure your fruits are low-sugar like it is in berries. Three-quarters of a cup organic mixed berries. That's the way to go. Only one serving per day. It just keeps the total sugar concentration down on the diet. It's not as inclined to feed the Lyme bacteria. So once again, we're dealing with a very serious problem. We've got to make sure we step up to the plate. Unfortunately, not getting a lot of help from the American Medical Association. They're just simply not getting the job done, dropping the ball, not recognizing the problem, not stepping up to home plate, just hitting it hard. We've had to implement a different kind of approach with this condition, this problem. We had to observe it. Practitioners like myself have been observing, 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 paying close attention. What works, what doesn't work. The other, the other thing about this, it's probably a good time to mention it now. Everybody's so different. Everybody's so bioindividualistic. Nothing responds to bioindividuality and bioindividualistic treatment more than Lyme disease. What works for one person may not work for another. Now, the things I've given you tonight are generally pretty reliable. You've got to be really tuned in. If you're working with a practitioner, make sure that you're tested, muscle tested, food allergy tested, like from Halitest Labs. Make sure you take the time to identify with your problem foods and stay away from them. Work hard. It takes a lot of discipline, but it's worth the effort. You can make a difference. Many patients do. They have great success with so many people. Again, it's not just a problem that can be dusted off of antibiotics for 10 days. It just doesn't cut the mustard. These are very stealth microbes, as we've been saying tonight. They're military grade. you got to get that across your thought process. You need to grasp that. you got to go hard at these conditions. you got to go really hard at it. Time is just about up, so I want to make sure that I clarify that we're dealing with a condition of 300,000 people per year. 30, uh, 20, 25,000 per month, rather. 25,000 per month. 822 per day. Only 30% reported. Only 50% show symptoms initially and even know that it's happening to them. 35% of the American Medical Association doesn't acknowledge it. The numbers are not good. The numbers are not good at all. The numbers are not good at all. So it's going to take your concentration, your self-empowerment, and your willingness and your dedication to take care of yourself. But the days of being sloppy at self-care and diet and nutrition are long gone. Like we said earlier, the infectious disease process is killing 70 million people per year. Center for Disease Control tells us there's been a threefold increase in the number of diseases transmitted by mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. Futurists and experts now say that by the year 2050, which is not so far away, infectious disease will surpass heart disease and cancer as the number one killer the number one killer. Infectious disease is growing, especially in the name of Lyme disease. So I urge you to take very good care of yourself. This is Mark Nicole, reminding you all, please. Be wise, be aware, be well. Make it a healthy week. Good night.
Nothing, nothing. 